Hello everyone, it's Toonami Therapy. Today on March 30th of 2023, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to be talking about some anime and Toonami things. And, uh, well, we're gonna be, and, uh, this is gonna be our last episode for a while, actually, because <laughs> one of us is going on, um, vacation. And it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. And you're going to uh, Japan where uh, you act, as I understand it, you can't actually access like Crunchyroll at, or, and uh, other th and things like that anyway. <laughs> it, it's my understanding that, that, I mean, well, I mean, if you get a VPN or something, you probably mm -hmm. um, can. But that my understanding is that Japan is sort of weird in that they want... They don't want people there getting their anime or manga from anywhere other than Japan. Mm -hmm. So they do stuff like that. They put the, the, the stuff, so, you know, Crunchyroll, presumably High Dive also. That stuff mm -hmm. is not available uh, there. They want you to use their anime services and such, so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'll be uh, for a few weeks, so we won't be having any regular episodes. Um, it's possible maybe I'd uh, have like some solo episode to talk about something. Not not Toonami, we'll, we'll be covering that ourselves, but I don't know. I'll, I'll probably be mm -hmm. checking out some new anime from the season. Maybe I'll have one to talk about that. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a possibility, but yeah, it would. Um, th that's all I would be doing, and that's just a possibility. Um, don't 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 get your hopes up for it. Now, if you expect the worst, you'll uh -huh. never be disappointed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, now that we've gotten that through, I guess we can move on to actually discussing the stuff. So, we've got My Hero Academia episodes 131 and 132. So, uh, Deku has another conversation with all of the uh, past avatars. I mean, <laughs> the past uh, wielders of One for All. And um, we basically get spend half of the episode establishing something that could have been said in a few paragraphs, which is, <clears throat> if, you if you already have a quirk when you get One for All, it'll mean you'll die um, early. And since so practically everyone has quirks now, a days it means that Deku will probably not be able to pass it on to anyone, so he needs to be the one to actually uh, defeat the bad guy. Uh, one f all for one, and um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a useful thing to know. Uh, we didn't need to spend as much time as we did on <laughs> establishing that. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, after that, we get um, all of that. There, uh, they try to have a press conference to try to, you know, alleviate the public in regards to Endeavor, all the stuff Dobby leaked about him and, well, other things in general. Um, so then Deku decides, so then Deku decides that he's going to reveal the truth about one for all to all of his classmates via a letter. I, I guess he just made, um, like a separate one for each of them. We're, I can't remember. Was it was it handwritten or printed? Because if it was handwritten, it meant that he just went through the process of writing this explanation for every classmate. <laughs> Here, actually, I, I have to check on um, uh, this while I um, uh, say this. But yeah, that uh, 
that ba we basically have that. So Deku decides to go off and fight crime on his own, you know, vigilante style. So basically, he's Batman, except um, unlike Batman, he doesn't have uh, billions of dollars to um, support him. So he, uh, so really, yeah, second episode is just Deku kind of going around and trying to do some stuff. He um, fights, uh, let's see. Uh, some other character who has the same voice as Aaron Yeager ends up fighting against a Titan and Deku, um, saves him. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised Deku didn't become evil like Yeager did after, for, you know, for no reason at all, you know, after he left everyone else, so. It's, it's funny, I, I have been, um, watching, um, because I did recently just go through the um, Tag and Titan Season 3 Part uh, 2. It's so, it's so convoluted to have to say this stuff, especially now that the most recent thing is Attack on Titan, the final season, part, the final, uh, let's see, the final chapters, Part 1. <laughs> yeah, or, or as you could more, perhaps more accurately say, Attack on Titan, the final season, Part uh, 3, Part 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hope they air that on Toonami just so we can make more jokes about that. Um, but yeah, it, it's weird to look back at that and because uh, it like seemed like, oh yeah, Aaron, he's having some character development. He's becoming a bit more of a likable character than he was before. And then it's like, okay, time skip. He's now a different character. He went in the uh -huh. opposite direction. I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> it seemed like you were actually making me kind of like him uh, yeah. uh, in, in this part. And then you just made him a different character, practically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it, some parts of it are completely out of nowhere, but it, it still feels too much like he just rebooted, really, is how is the best way I would say it. Right. Anyway, My Hero Academia. Well, Deku hasn't rebooted yet, but he... Um, is just, you know, he's like, I'm going to strike out on my own and fight the bad guys because I don't want other people to get hurt, I think was how that, the explanation. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that was, um, basically the episodes of My Hero Academia. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was that. Um, not too bad, I thought. They were pretty good. I, I really liked how uh, Bakugo said, if he dies, I'll kill him. I thought that was pretty funny. And, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really understand what Deku is doing, but um, I'm... How many episodes are left this season? Um, yeah, that's a good question. How many are there? Um, let's see. This was episode... I said it, but I forgot the number. 132. So we've got... Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. We got six episodes left. Okay. Yeah, so pretty good episodes, I thought. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, yeah. All right. I, I looked it up. I have it on screen. It's a handwritten note that one of the people is writing. So Deku, presumably, like, how many people are in his class? Was it like 20 or something? He just wrote this note out and gave every single one of them it. Why? Just print it. Mm -hmm. or, or just tell them. But I guess he had to do this so he could go off and then we could have the inevitable, you know, reunion uh, event and stuff. Mm -hmm. but yeah, other than that, it's, um, yeah, that was uh, the stuff that basically um, happened. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I guess the one thing you can, the big thing is that it does show, oh yeah, Deku's really strong now because he's got, you know, all the quirks and uh, stuff. Because, you know, remember how, I, I, I guess, well, you get no quirks and then you get like eight quirks or whatever mm -hmm. number he's on, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all right, then we got Food Wars episode um 75 so there's going to be this uh that uh tournament called the blue uh which um it mentions Aaron has gets some special invitation for but the other characters have to go through a little tournament thing for it so we well have it where the top three scores will go so they um uh just make dishes and present them to the judges and then uh we, well, we see a lot of um, characters, but only um, uh, Soma, Megami, and uh, one of the Aldini brothers. I can't even remember which um, what what his name was. The one that's the one that's like that's um, thinner, I guess. Uh, they all get in, so they get to go to the big tournament thing. Um, that new teacher guy, um, like, basically uh, announces that he. Let's see. Yeah, so he challenges uh, Soma to some Shokugeki and announces that he wants to marry Erina. And, uh, well, <laughs> that's the thing, except the way... Erina happens to hear it, but the way Soma responds when, um, uh, makes her misunderstand and think that they're both fighting over who gets to marry her, so she faints. Um, <laughs> kind of funny. And, um, oh yeah, we also see that uh, jo uh, Soma's father gets defeated by someone someplace else in some match, but uh, that doesn't really... <laughs> Yeah, he he's well, somewhere and he gets beaten by someone. Using some sort of food. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I th this episode was worth it alone for that moment with Aaron where uh, uh, Soma <laughs> is like, "You're not gonna take her away from me" or something like that. That 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 was a great moment. And obviously, I love Erna a lot. So uh, every time there's a scene with her, I think the show's at its best. Um, I thought it was uh, kind of completely coincidental that the top three finishers in this contest like happen to be like the people who've been around since season one. I'm like, wow, that that that's just a funny coincidence. Um, and I guess this season is just going to be a bunch of food wars, which is like, 
Um, I, I've always said that um, I'm more on the side of the wars, not on the side of the food. So I want less food and more wars. And uh, this seems like we're going to have a lot of food and not so many wars because we're going to have to have this blue tournament. So, by the way, what was the name of this tournament that they are or, or this? I forget what they called it. You told me what it was. Um, you mean the blue? No, the thing to get into the blue. Oh, that I think it was just like a preliminary like qualifier or something for it. No, no, there was a there was a name for it. You even told me what the name was in the chat last week. Um I can't remember. Okay. Um it's um oh, the, it's already been purged from it, so Okay. Um no, I can't. I can't. Rem- no, I don't know what we're talking about, unfortunately. So, I don't remember. Okay. So anyway, I, want- I liked on. it. That's all. Okay. I, okay. I wanted to make a comment because I, I, I. Some of the, this was one of the things where I was thinking. Wait a minute. Was this how it went when I read it like years ago in the manga? So I checked on some stuff, and they actually reordered a bunch of stuff. So. After the previous season, we didn't start with them, like, you know, going to the beach and having that sort of exam thing. What actually happened was that, um, first there was, like, this mini-arc uh, where, um, Erina sends a Soma and Megami off to, like, investigate, uh, this place. And, uh, there's, like, you know, some food stuff, um, there, and, uh, that's been, that was completely cut out of, um, this season, which is kind of a shame because it gave us some, like, you know, attention for Megami and stuff. Um, but, but, and then after that, we have that, and that does kind of lead into what we have here. This episode where, you know, we get the new teacher and they, uh, he kind of confronts Soma and they have that, like, amusing thing where Aaron uh, overhears all that stuff. That's what happened next. And then, um, and then he, uh, and then after that, we have the beach thing, and then we go forward. The whole th- and the whole little tournament thing we saw, where you know the top three people go in, that wasn't even in the manga at all. Soma and the others just got invitations um, for it. Um, mm. So, so yeah, they like restructured um, things a bit there, so, which was a little um, surprising because I was last episode I was last time I was saying, oh well. I, I guess it's, you know, this thing, this, this is this exam thing at the beach. This is like a way to reintroduce the characters and such. But no, no, this app that hap- that happened after what we just saw. So mm-hmm. they kind of reorganized things a bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess I just wanted to mention that. Maybe, maybe that's kind no, of that's, that's interesting. It is. It's why that mat that the the qualifying thing it felt a little different because you just because ha- normally, like you always get so much more the way it's just like okay hey here's the food I um made it, it, the way it zoomed through it was not like how the series normally does it and that's because that was an anime original 
thing there because I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to give Megami a, a, a win or something because she uh, got first place in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's gotten the shaft more than any other character <laughs> in this entire show. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what else can she do to try to win over Soma and it's never going to happen? <laughs> I mean, they could they could have instead of included that little arc that had um her and Soma interacting a bunch, um, yeah. but they cut that out of the the <laughs> season of the anime. They skipped it. <laughs> okay, you know I'm looking at my notes um on the episode and I realize that every single time I wrote Megami, I I I instead wrote it as Megamine. With an N at the end. Speaking of which, um, I'm going to Japan to stay with my sister's friend, who we always called her Megumi. And now I'm really questioning whether I'm supposed to call her Megumi or Megami or something in between. I'm really confused on this. So, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I gotta figure that out, and then then her husband happens to have the same name as Kazuya from Run a Girlfriend, so I have to figure out how to say that name too. So, uh, yeah, we we got some pronunciation issues going into this trip. <laughs> <laughs> At least I can count from one to twelve, but I can't pronounce people's names. So. <laughs> I can, let's see, I can remember 1 to 10. I Are 11 and 12 just taking the numbers? Um, isn't it ju- Is it just a Ju-Ichi and Ju-Ni? Right. Yeah, you just take the number for 10 and then the number for, the word for 10 and then the word for 1 and 2, which is more consistent than English where it, somehow it just becomes like, you go from 10 and you think it would be okay. It will be 10, one, 10, two. No, it's 11, 12. Um, you get some level of, of consistency when you get to 13, but even then, you know, it's not like three teen, it's 13, 14, 15. I, I actually heard, um, I, I, this is actually funny. What I, what I heard, cause I heard, heard some people talking about this. Apparently French counting gets really goofy uh, at a point because so initially it's it works like you know um you there's again i think like english that weird sort of part where after 10 you get a few weird things at first but after that you know it's like you know you have a word for 20 you have a word for 30 word for 40 and then you just put like one two after it so you know like in english 41 40 you know you take a 40 and you add a two and it's perfectly fine up through 60. Then for 70, instead of just having a word for that, they say 6010. Mm. That's um what you um say. And then for 80, you say 420s. That that's the word for 80, 420s. Um I, I guess they were inspired by Abraham Lincoln saying four score and seven years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and then for 90, it's, you say, 420s 10. Mm. 
So that was just a random thing I discovered about um, French uh, counting. Mm. Uh, Spanish mm. is a little more um, consistent in that. Well, I mean, I guess it's not inconsistent. It's just weird in French. You can't have a word for 70. You just say 60-10. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, we got Food Wars, and then we move on to One Piece, unless you had something else to say about it. No, that's it. Okay. We got One Piece episode 609. Um, let's see. Um... Right. <clears throat> so Luffy's still fighting the um, wing girl, but ends up, um, and uh, which brings up, and she's actually doing pretty well against him, which does make you think, hey, you know, if you and Caesar Clown had worked together, maybe you could have beaten Luffy. <laughs> um, in any event, um, the result, um, <clears throat> ends up with there being a hole that in the floor that, uh, Luffy falls down into, um, chop the, all the kids are still trying to get to candy and chopper and the others are trying to stop them. Um, then, uh, let's see. Law want is going to the sad room or sad i can't remember if they said sad or sad but whatever it is he's going there to do something but then Vergo shows up is like i'm going to fight you because i've got your heart or something and then he's beating him and then smoker shows up and says hey you know i spent most of this episode in someone else's uh, sorry most of this arc in someone else's body i want to do something already <laughs> Yeah, um, um, this felt like we had to do the classic one-on-one -on -one battles thing, and it's not the last show tonight that we'll talk about that have one-on-one -on -one battles, but, um, I don't know, this, this episode wasn't very entertaining in my opinion, so, yeah. I at least, I will give it this, it didn't feel like I had only watched half an episode. It did feel like, you know, stuff happened and there was progress in, um, in, uh, things. So, uh, I will definitely say that at least. Okay. Um, yeah, so, we got that, um, yeah, and, uh, Yep, that's it for Toonami. Um, we'll move on to our other stuff. We've got uh, Blue Lock. Uh, we ended up, we said there would be two episodes. No, we watched three episodes because they, uh, between that and now, they uploaded one more dub episode. So we're going to, so yeah, we saw three. Um, so let's see. Of course, that makes it harder to recap because I've got three things to go through. Um, well, basically... Uh, we begin, if I remember correctly, with um, Isagi's team. Yeah, they're 3-4 at the start, I think. And um, then Isagi's team manages to uh, get a goal and tie it up. And then um, this, there's two more episodes. Uh, no one manages to score a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's basically what ha- what happens. We spent um uh, well, I can't remember if it's two episodes without a goal. I can't remember exactly when it happened because I watched three. But yeah, ba- basically it was they tied it up and then no one's won yet. Yeah. And did you notice they had to have one-on-one battles? Like, every character had to take on one specific character on the other team. So it was the classic one-on-one battles thing, except that doesn't really make much sense in soccer because in soccer, first of all, it it still doesn't make sense that they're playing as teams if they're trying to figure out the best striker. If you want to figure out the best striker, uh, you, you don't have players playing out of position, which is what they're doing. And so, um, but yeah, in soccer, you, you don't just follow one person around the whole field of the whole game. That, that, that would be ridiculous. This isn't like basketball. So I don't know why they were doing this one-on-one stuff because that's not how soccer works at all. But then again, having everyone as a striker isn't soccer either. In fact, it's like the opposite of soccer. So, uh, yeah, I'm having some problems with this show now that it's uh, the more it it goes along like at first I was I was like okay I'll excuse this but it, it just there's it, it it needs to be at least a little more accurate to the sport in question like like I always thought ICO 21 was very faithful to real football but uh, this show hasn't exactly done that yeah, well, I don't really know too much about soccer, so it, whenever it goes against things, I usually kind of just shrug it off a bit. Uh, maybe that's why they don't bother to like explain things. Like the character mentions about how like oh a triple nutmeg, and I think a what now? Yeah, <laughs> I I had to look it up to see what it was, and they they never explain it. They so either they assume you know, or they don't think it matters if you uh know. So. Mm. Got that. Um, they sure said in the first episode, chemical reaction a whole lot. <laughs> um, one other thing I've noticed. So in this one, they have like the weird hologram goalies. And I'm like, okay, that actually, uh, it, it's kind of crazy high tech, but it makes a little more sense um, to have it that way than when we had it before where you had a bunch of strikers, but then someone's still supposed to be the goalie for some reason. Mm-hmm. But Maybe I'm mis- I'm not remembering, but have those goalies ever stopped a single goal in these games <laughs> we've been seeing? Uh, blue lock, man. <laughs> I I feel like we haven't seen in these like sort of team battles. I don't feel like we've seen them stop any goals at all. So yeah, yeah, and you think about it if they're like elect electronically made they should be able to stop every single goal because there's no way a human could possibly outthink a, a computer 
hologram. But uh, I guess we just have to suspend our uh, logic for the sake of this. So, well, I assume that like the ro- that the hologram things, maybe they're able to anticipate stuff, but they'd still be set up so that their movement emulates that of a human. They couldn't go at like a superhuman speed or any um, thing. But yeah, the the fact we never see any of them take uh like stop it, it it just makes you think like do you really need them? I, I guess mm-hmm. they have the point of making it so that the characters have to like figure out their shots a little um better instead of just you know kicking into an empty thing. But I, I would have yeah. liked to at least see them stop something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and, uh, well, with the end, it you know, we see the stuff, and it looks like Bachira's, you know, he got his big flashback thing. He's like, I'm going, I don't need the monster behind me any, um, more. Uh, so, and it's, and then, but then, uh, Isagi stops him, which is where we end. So, yeah, that's our cliffhanger for the next month or so. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, looking at, at those... Because I, I can't imagine that we're going to have more games in this arc after this. Like if they lose and, um, you know, then they have to, that would require two more. First, they'd go down to three, then they'd um, win, have to win another and then another. I, I So I'm pretty, what's either I'm pretty sure is going to happen is either they're going to win, which is what it kind of looks like because we have the big ending of uh, Isagi um, stopping it. Or they'll lose and Isagi will get picked for the other team. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. Um, okay. Oh, I want I want. I want my favorite character Rayo to come back. <laughs> I got spoiled on some stuff about him, and um, I was just looking. I was just looking him up and seeing some stuff about him. Because I plan on cosplaying as him, and then I was like, "Oh, there's some uh, spoilers." <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So, at least I can know that he's not written out of the show. He's still he's gonna sew up again. I can know that for sure now. Well, as long as we're admitting spoilers, I actually did because I wanted, because I was like, okay, I gotta know what happens after this. So I do know who actually wins this, but everything I said about my speculations were the, were the thoughts I had before I saw that. So, um, there's that. Um, yeah. And, uh, incidentally, uh, they did announce that, uh, we are going to have a second season of the series. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, when it's, it's not, it's, it's confusing because so it's not like what they, it, I, I think this is like when they say season, cause a lot of times they say another season, but they, uh, really just mean, you know, we're actually the second half of this season. And then you get all the confusing things. Cause some people call it season two and some people call it part two and all that stuff. But I don't think they announced anything about when it'll be, so it definitely sounds like it's going to be another bonafide um, season. So we'll probably be getting that next year sometime. Mm-hmm. I-, I was curious how far we were. I, lo- I looked into it a little. It looks like plot-wise we're about 
halfway through the mon- where the manga is right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the second season would probably take us about to where it is right now, and I have no idea where. I I don't really know what happens after this. For all I um for all I know, everyone for all I know, everyone turns to um stone, and uh, then someone gets out of it, and they have to rebuild civilization from scratch. Um, or may or maybe um everyone just turns out to be a werewolf. I don't know. Or maybe everyone turns into Tang. <laughs> yeah, and then it all gets possibly reset by the by the movies. It mm. uh, that was what I mean. It looked the fourth a- rebuild of Evangelion movie indicated that because it talked about there being loops, it indicated that that timeline might have been reset into the like rebuild of Evangelion series. So I I don't know. I, I didn't understand a lot of that thing. I still want to know what in the world the key of Nebuchadnezzar is. <laughs> okay. All right. That is Blue Lock. We've got two episodes left, and we'll cover um, them after um, that break. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have the... the um, Star Attraction, sort of. The end of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, episode 38. Alright, so, what happens in this episode? Um, so, after time sped up, but then Emporio found himself back in the prison, and um, what we find out is, um, you know, it's weird because Poochie talks a whole lot in this episode, and yet I still don't understand a bunch of it. Uh, as if what I understand is he says basically they went so forward in time that uh, universe contracted and created a the idea of like the big crunch the idea that because um, that oh all the stars that are expanding will eventually you know contract and go the other way and then um, have a big crunch and then there will be a new big bang even though uh, from my understanding this idea that everything will contract and that happened is like not regarded as accurate um now it's it's believed that the everything will just perpetually keep you know um go like moving in the directions they are but uh i don't know this was written 30 20 years ago maybe things were different um then anyway so basically they went so far forward in time that the universe looped or something and Pucci's like I'm doing this because I want to I needed to find you when you were defenseless to kill you and um so Emporio runs away from Pucci a whole lot and but then manages to uh because he had weather uh reports or weather forecasts I can't remember which one it was um his like Stand power. When Pucci punches him, it accidentally he puts it into him, Emporio, so he has the ability which he uses to beat Pucci. And this, I, I, in a way that made no sense to me when I watched it, I, I finally went and saw an explanation. So this somehow just causes all things to reset, and Emporio is out of the prison, uh, and um. Then he uh, meets these apparently alternate in this new timeline versions of um, Jolene, uh, Anastasia, Hermes, and apparently also weather um, 
report. Although um, Jolene's Irene for some reason and uh, Nastasia's, uh, what did they say he was? Anarchist or something? I can't remember. And then they just, he just goes with them. And uh, that's, um, yeah, in this timeline, apparently Jolene and uh, Anarchist got together because and they're going to see her, her father about their relationship and maybe get married. So, yeah, I guess that worked out in this timeline. And, um, yeah, so that's where it is. And uh, basically, since I had no I I, I did finally, because I was so confused. Okay, how did this reset things? Apparently, and according, now just remember, this is from the recap of the JoJo Wiki for this episode. So I am just going by what some internet person said. Apparently, what happened was that in Killing Poochie, it like, set the timeline to be one where he didn't exist. So this is like the timeline where he was never around. It didn't cause all the stuff that led up to the sequence of events. And apparently this also made Jolene get a different name for some reason. Um, so I guess that would, that's the explanation for that. And then that's the end. Um, well, I think I have a lot of things to say about it. I'm sure you have a lot of things. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first yourself? I'll go first because I, I probably don't have as many things to say. I just thought it was a terrible, terrible, terrible ending to this season, which I thought wasn't too bad. It wasn't as good as it was. Um, it was. It started out really good. Um, and then it took a turn and then it got bizarre, but there was at least some cool stuff going on. But this ending, it's so depressing and it doesn't make any sense. And it makes me wonder, like, does Jojo even exist anymore? Because now her name's Irene and they got different names or in a different universe. So what, JoJo doesn't exist anymore, so now it's no longer JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? I don't, I don't know. I, it, it was so weird, and I did not like it at all. And uh, um, unfortunately, it really hurts this season in my mind. In regards to that, like I said, I was very confused. I was like, did the universe reset? How did all this happen? It looked to me that what happened was somehow that Emporio got, sorry, not, Pucci got, like, gone. And that meant that, and that changed it so that all, like, he was behind all that stuff where um, Jolene got arrested and stuff and sent to prison. So none of that happened. Now, exactly why that would change um, things. So, oh, yeah, she got a different name. And I, I guess um, Anastasia never got sent to prison or committed the crime there. I guess maybe you could say it was a butterfly effect because he was, you know, Pucci did spend a bunch of time with Dio and maybe that affected things. The impression, the, based on that, and again, this is just something someone wrote online. I don't know if it's accurate or not. The impression I get there is that it just is the JoJo universe. Just, there was never any um, Pucci. So that means the past stuff still happened, which, um, and stuff is just at some point, some things were different enough that Jolene had a different uh, name and all this, this other stuff was different. That, that is what I think happened. It was, and if, though, if that is the case, the episode did not explain it well. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was trying to look up what this ending meant, and people were having a harder time explaining it. Um, so let's see the other, the other, but the, now I knew this sort of thing, this was happening. Like there was going to be this sort of reset and that this, the events didn't happen and that, you know, Jolene would be Irene instead. I, I knew that stuff happened, um, going in and I was like, kind of okay, um, with it. Uh, but why, uh, although I am left wondering, okay, so in this continuity, they're fine, but what's poor Emporio going to do? You know, he, he doesn't, ha he's like just this kid. He doesn't have any assets or any relatives or whatever. What's he going to do? Are the others just going to take care of him? Is he just going to have to go out on the street or something? Um, <laughs> I, I, I guess if in this continuity, um, Joe Turo has access to Speedwagon Foundation money, maybe they could like set him up and help him out. But it's just weird where I'm thinking, well, what's he going to do? He doesn't like have a family or anything. <laughs> but what I what actually bothered me the most about this isn't that that was that that um like reset was weird but okay it's the fact that we met when we have this happen Emporio is the only one around Emporio is the and he's the one who gets the big final thing to defeat the bad guy Emporio is the least interesting and least important of the main cast <laughs> why is he does he get to do this rather than the actual main character of the series yeah really like in the theme song in the final episode, which they switched up a little because they always do that for like the last episode or two of a JoJo um season. Um, there's like this this stuff where you see all the previous JoJos. You know, you see Jonathan and um, uh, dang, what's the order they even? Joseph. Um, oh yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan jo Joseph, Jotaro, um, Josuke, Jorno, Jolene. And, you know, it's trying to put, like, the emphasis on Jolene. She's the only, it shows her last and she, like, moves around, whereas the others don't. And I'm thinking, yeah, but she didn't do anything in this episode. It was all Emporio. <laughs> yeah. Like, if she had, ju I just think she should have been involved in this Somehow, I tech all she really did. Sure, she saved Emporio, and they try to pay, play it off with Emporio going, "Ah, she knew that I would be able to defeat you." And well, okay, fine, but why couldn't she have like the two of them have confronted him? Him, and then maybe he kills her, and then right after, like when when she dies, she does something to um, let Emporio win, and then he wins, and then this happened because then she would have been much more active in the final fight. Instead, it's just Emporio running around a bunch, and then he's like. Oh, well, you accidentally punched me in the spot that gives me this power up and now I beat you. <sighs> Which is exactly what happened at the in the final episode of the original Avatar the Last Airbender where the character's losing and then he just gets like he gets hit by this rock in the exact spot that triggers this thing and gives them this super power up and lets him win and you know, I liked Avatar The Last Airbender, but there were some really stupid things that happened in its conclusion. <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, it, it, but um, but it's worse here because at least there was the main character. Here again, it's Emporio. He's the least interesting and least important of the main characters. Right. It, it would have been like if, you know, instead of Jotaro um, beating uh, Dio in um, part three, if like, it had just been randomly Avdol who did it. 
I don't even remember who that was. He he was the um the one with the uh, magician's red the the one that could like shoot fire. Mm. He 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 like died on uh, midway through the season. Oh, so. that's right, that's right. So that was my big issue: the fact that it it, it all just goes down to Emporio, who has. Well, I, I've just said it again. He's not been as important, and it just seems like wh- why couldn't the main character have been more important in the actual episode? So, yeah, I I definitely think it, it's not a great conclusion. There's just way too much of Poochie rambling on and on, and, and that until finally Emporio beats him, and then this stuff, this confusing stuff, which. If again, if it's just import, Pucci didn't exist in this continuity, then that's then in this new continuity, and that explains everything. I'm okay with that, but it didn't tell me that clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but can, I still ultimately think that where it ended up, okay, everyone, the bad stuff didn't happen to the characters. They're happy, things are good. I, that's at least a satisfying ending for me. It just was a very, very messy way to get to it. I, think. I, I do have another problem. I forgot to mention. Okay. Like, what about that boyfriend that Jolene already ha- originally had? Like, what did what happened with all that? He just never existed. I mean, no, he presumably. I mean, that's a good question. Either the butterfly effect of Pucci not um being around causes so she didn't meet him, or maybe they um broke up at some earlier point and she met um the new version of Nastasia. It could be anything like um that. That if the explanation is just Pucci wasn't around in this universe, I could use that to explain a bunch of these changes, even if yeah. it is a little bit of a butter I just think, well, you know, butterfly effect. I, I think it was more a Rocky for God than anything else. <laughs> so <laughs> So that was the end of um this part and Actually, this is like the end of the first, you could say the beginning of JoJo, because the next arc takes place in a new continuity. Not like this reboot. For a while, when I before going into this, I thought, I knew there was a reboot, and I just assumed, okay, part seven takes place in this new continuity. But with my new understanding of it saying, oh no, the previous stuff is still untouched. It happened. Um, So, it, it just... These things were affected. No, part seven is just a new continuity entirely. It uh, focus. It seemed like I think uh, it goes back to the nineteenth century, and it basically focuses on an alternate version of Jonathan from part one. That's... Um, sorry, my uh, phone is blowing okay. up. Uh, let me turn this off okay. for you. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, um, he's like Johnny Joestar. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I've heard, I haven't read it, but I've heard very positive things about it. I've seen a lot of people say part seven is one of the best, if not the best parts of JoJo. So That's if that, so I, I do have some excitement for that. Although even if from what I can tell it, it returns to being about as much of a sausage fest as part one was. What does that mean? It means it's just a bunch of guys. Oh, okay. 
Um, I, I think I think that's what the term means. Have I been misusing <laughs> it? Um, sausage fest, yeah, and, and um, an event or group in which the majority of participants are male. I think it's ba- <laughs> I think it's basically uh, goes back to that, which is kind of a little shame because we had a lot more females in this part, but that one apparently yeah. goes back to that. But yeah, I, I'm interested in that one. I like to part. I remember this goofy video I saw about JoJo. It's called, so this is basically JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And there's this part where it's talking about, like, it's joking about how everything is, like, comes back to Dio. So they find enemies like, Dio, Dio again, Dio boyfriend, Dio babies, Dio except he's a dinosaur. And the Dio Uh boyfriend referred to Poochie and the babies referred to, like, some of the enemies here who were, like, sons of Dio. And then when I saw that, I think, oh, Dio except he's a dinosaur. Okay, that's a really funny joke on the exaggeration. That's not a joke. That happens in part seven. Mm. Technically speaking, it's an alternate version of Dio named Diego, and he gets his stand ability lets him turn himself and other people into dinosaurs. Apparently, makes more sense than snails. Um, okay, let's let's try not to spoil too much more. Okay, I uh, no no I I I don't think that's a spoiler. Maybe it is. I'm sorry if it is. I I don't <laughs> know enough about it. I just assume that's just you know something. But okay. Okay, no more thing about Part 7. I, I don't even know uh-huh. that much about it, other than the fact that apparently the President of the United States is named Funny Valentine. <laughs> the night, the, What was it, like the, the 16th President of the United States is uh, because it's in the 19th century is Funny um, Valentine? Something like that. Um, yeah, so that's uh, Steel Ball Run, uh, JoJo Part 7. We probably won't be getting it anytime soon, though. Um, the studio that has done all the JoJo stuff, David Productions, they've got some other stuff coming. Uh, let's see, they do Fire Force. They're going to have... The, they announced that they're going to have another season of Fire Force, so that'll come. There'll be... There's something else they were doing, but I can't remember what. So we'll probably be, like, at least a year or two before we get more JoJo. But, yeah, that, that does... I am kind of excited because i've heard some very positive things about part seven all right so let's see was there anything else i wanted to say about it no i i think that was everything about um jojo uh i thought yeah i I thought the season was was decent it had issues the ending kind of costs it a bit it's it's it was ultimately not a very great um final fight. Um, Are we gonna rank this JoJo's? Yeah, I was about to get into that. We, oh, we sorry. We're, um, uh, unless, do you want to do that first, or do you want to give our top threes for the week and then do the rankings for yeah, JoJo? Yeah, we'll give our top three. Let's see. Uh, do you have yours ready yet? Um, yeah, I, I can. Um give them I, I think i would just put in um let's see third place would be um wait i, I feel like i i had third place where was he? oh okay sorry for, for some reason i was thinking what was i going to put in second and then i realized okay third place would be food wars second place is um my hero academia and then blue lock would be first yeah for me it's food wars as the first place one Second place is I Hear Academia, and third place, the bronze medal goes to Blue Lock. Okay. All right. 
So um, we decided that we were going to rank the JoJo parts. Uh, I'm not sure how great my rankings are because I haven't <laughs> seen some of these in like years and years. But so I'm going by my memories on on how much I liked or disliked um, some of these. Um, so we'll, we were just planning to do it, you know, bottom to top, our least favorites to our favorites, and take turns on um, them. Yep. Okay. Um, well, I, do you want me to just randomly decide who goes first? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, I've got it. So I'll um, begin. Uh, for me, the weakest part of JoJo, which I still like, would be... Um, part one it, it just it, it's not that long i've the i feel a bunch of it is i i mean it's just decent it, it just doesn't really have anything that i like remember as particularly uh great about it, it was just okay you know we have this we, we've got some okay um fights um we have Speedwagon, and he gets built up as if he's going to be really important but he doesn't really do much ultimately <laughs> Other than, uh, you know, get a bunch of money to help future JoJo people. Dio was kind of fun, but uh, Jonathan wasn't that interesting of a protagonist. And, um, yeah, it, it, maybe I'd have a different opinion if I were to re check it later. But I remember it, it was good enough that it got me to stick around for the better parts, basically. But that's kind of it. Okay. Ready for me to go? Sure. Yeah, my worst part is part four, uh, partially because, oh, well, I mean, I quit watching it. So obviously <laughs> it wasn't that good. Um, yeah, part four, Joe was by far the least interesting JoJo. All he had was his hair. That was like his only thing. And the stuff it it just was not very entertaining. And then I quit because it was so bad. Fortunately, I got back into JoJo again. Not that that's a good thing, but at least, um, at least I didn't completely give up on JoJo. But yeah, part four was so boring. It has to be last place for me. Well, part four is, uh, in, is the one after, um, is the set how, how do i even or it, it's so confusing because these are parts and then there's the rankings for them so the fifth weakest um for me would be uh part four also i put it higher because i will say compared to part one part four some for some series i've you know said okay this series had higher highs and higher lows than another one. This is a case where this, compared to part one, it had higher highs and lower lows. I, when this was good, it was definitely better than part one. There was some pretty good stuff here. I still really liked the episode with um the the one against uh, Cheap Trick, or Cheap Shot, as they had to localize it to. That was one you missed, and that was a pretty fun one. And there were some other good ones, but a lot of, plenty of the things were just not that interesting. It kind, it's very aimless for quite a while. The plot, and I ultimately just didn't find a lot of the later stuff very interesting. I mean, you lost interest, and I kept watching till the end, but I was just through a lot of it not that interested my um self. But it, it, as even if it was, 
its worst parts were... Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I need to restart. Part 1 never left me quite as, like, uninterested as some, as some parts of Part 4 did. But Part 4 did have some stuff I really liked, so I do think I will put it higher than 1 for that um, reason. If you average them out, they probably end up about the same, but I think I'll give more credit for, like, the, the, the higher highs than the uh, lower lows. Mm-hmm. Okay, my next pick is part five. Um, I, I thought that while some of the stands were interesting, um, uh, the characters were not very likable. I didn't like any of the characters. So uh, that was the biggest problem with part five. So it was like, they switched bodies and stuff, and it was like, well, I, I, I didn't like you before, and I still don't like you. So, uh, yeah, so part five is my pick for the second worst JoJo. Okay. Um, for me, for um, the next one would be actually part six, uh, which we just watched the, this actually might've been one higher, but my problems with the ending kind of dropped it, um, down. I just didn't really like the final fight. I thought some of the later stuff was a little kind of, it, it was more hidden, um, miss at, uh, times I think, but I still did like it. it it's, um, these are just, these, but, um, yeah, I kind of already went through all of my uh, spiels on the ending. But, uh, yeah, so that's where part six um, ended up, at least based on uh, my mem my memories. So all the ones above it were older. So, well, I, everything below was older also, so don't know why I said that. Maybe I'd change my mind if I were to rewatch some stuff. But, yeah, that's where it um, goes. I still enjoyed it, but it is does kind of end up here. Uh, my fourth place pick is part one um it was shorter than everything else so i kind of uh yeah don't have much to say about it it just was kind of there yeah uh, i didn't hate i didn't hate it that's why it's above the five and four because five and four i hated so uh Part one, I didn't hate, so that's why it's there. Oh, really? You hated part five? I knew you weren't into it, but I didn't know you like disliked it that strongly. Well, I didn't like it. Uh, at least I disliked it. Okay. Okay. Um, well, then for me, that's uh, part five. Um, I, I kind of feel, despite having some deficiencies, you know, the... Um, I kind of, in a number of ways, say, look at this as a weaker version of my favorite JoJo season. Um, um, we, we did have, like, some fun battles and stuff, and, it did, and I did, it did have, like, direction and a plot, which is definitely better than Part 4 um, had. Um, re really, I mostly just asked of JoJo to have a bunch of fun stand stand battles that I enjoy. It managed to mostly do that. I think towards the end, it kind of had some more weakness is, but still I, I remember enjoying it on the whole. So, uh, yeah, that, that's where we have part five. 
Okay, my third place pick is part six. Um, I really liked a lot of the stuff while they were still in prison. I thought it was really good, and then uh, it got to a certain part where it just got too bizarre, and then then it, it, it had its moments, but that ending was horrible, so it has to be third place only. All right. Then for me, it's part two. Um, Joseph was... Th- this is the one... While it didn't... Ha- I've always liked this... I, I've. It's kind of funny that I would put two so high because I usually like... like Because one of its weaknesses, in my view, was, well, we didn't have... Where's the stands? The stands were fun. I like the stands. but And there weren't any stands here. But there still was a lot of fun to be had here. We had some cool um, fights... Uh, Joseph was uh, fun as a protagonist. Um, he, he he was actually funny in the subsequent parts he showed up being, but he, he was at his best here. Um, and yeah, it, it was just fun. Well, what else can I really um, say? Yeah, number part two was also my second place pick because Joseph was such a strong character, good character, and... Um, is this the one that introduced Zappelli? Uh, I f- wasn't. There was parts one and two both had a Zappelli. There was a Zappelli in part one, and then he died. And then part two had a relative of his, like uh, a descendant. I can't remember if it was like his his like grandson or his son or whatever. But but we had a Zappelli in both parts. Okay. Um. We, if you're we, so, I, I I can't really say which which Sibeli exactly are you talking about? I the think the one who the one who died. Well, both of them died. <laughs> okay, I just remember it was such a good moment whenever Zapelli died, and then it went right into that yes song, and it was like in and around the lake and. Uh, that that was just such a cool moment. If that was part one, I apologize, but whatever. Part two is my second place pick. Was that the Zappelli who um died and he tried to give the antidote thing to um Joseph um with the sort of bubble thing at the end? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that would be part two. Okay. Yeah. And then. Number one for me, and also for you, it looks like, is uh, <laughs> part three. It, it, it's JoJo basically at its um, finest for me. Like I said, I, for JoJo to be good, I just want a sequence of fun, entertaining stand battles. This part three did that better than any other part. The characters were pretty likable. It definitely had some of the funniest episodes I've ever seen in uh, JoJo. It's Yeah, I, I can't think of any other episodes... Like the ones with um, um, Oingo and Boingo, or I think they were called Enyata and Zenyata for light, you know, co- uh, trademark reasons. The one that episode with them that that was hilarious. There's a one where one of them teams up with Whole Horse later on, and that was hilarious. That episode was funny, um, too. Um, th- those ones aren't even really like regular stand battles. It's just those guys trying to beat the protagonist, but keep comically having these bad, these problems happen uh, to them and they get beaten up. So those were funny. I, I don't feel, I can't, yeah, I can't think of anything since that was just as much of a 
pure comedy or that worked as well as those and the rest of them were fun there were there were some duds there were some weak ones like probably one of the weakest ones was that one where a polnareff gets turned into a kid that's probably the weakest um <laughs> fight. yeah i remember that <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't as bad as you think it did it did have a good ending i will give it that i like the fact that after Jotaro gets like um like turned into a kid and he loses his stand, but he was so strong as a kid he just beats up the enemy anyway. That was great. Um, that that had a good ending, but um, yeah. Beyond that, like like I said, it was good. It was fun. It introduced stands. It did a great job with stands. He didn't become as needlessly convoluted as he did in some later parts. The final battle against it definitely had the best final battle of any JoJo part. Um, and uh, yeah, not. It's good. It's it's the best part of JoJo, and to a certain extent, I kind of feel like each subsequent part I watch, I'm just thinking, well, can you be as good as part three was? Yeah, uh, part three is my number one, and I'll just say, yeah, just what you said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you 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 gave the reasons, so I don't need to re-ask them. All right, that's our um, listings of the JoJo uh, parts, and um, yeah, maybe we'll do it again when when we get part seven, if, if we're still doing the podcast, who knows? <laughs> who knows when we will get part um, seven? I, I mean, I assume we would. I, it's a popular series. I, I assume someone's going to get to it eventually. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's all our discussions on the anime stuff. Um, we, I, I guess, we can talk a little about a few bits of news. We have a confirmed, um, we have it confirmed that Spy Family will start its second season in October. Um, we also, uh, in regards to something we watched way back when, they we have it confirmed there will be a third season of ReZero. Yep. And, um... Yeah, in regards to all the stuff that we uh, that we watched, I think that's all like the big um news about uh things. I don't think there there's anything like at least related to the stuff that we well, oh no, no. They did they did there is going to be a season 7 of My Hero Academia, but they might right. have announced that before. Um it, it's funny because they like I remember in the promo, they're like making a big deal about the fact this one person it seemed like they were making a big deal out of the fact this one uh voice actor will voice this uh, new char- this new character i'm thinking anyone who has read the manga will realize oh no that's that's not that big of a deal actually mm-hmm. i don't want to give anything more specific because um uh for spoilers but yeah i don't know any uh, other news to share about things uh just that i will be going to japan flying out saturday morning and uh, staying over there for three weeks, so uh, you know, uh, I guess I'm going to, you know, if, if you know, I, I I guess I'll be able to go and speak my mind about uh, Attack on Titan not being as good as everyone says, and tell the producers that they need to clean up their act. No, I I'm just going over there for a vacation and to meet a friend. Um, and that means that I will not be doing this podcast for the next three weeks. Uh, you said something about 
maybe doing something on your own. Uh, I mean, that, that's okay with me. I, uh, but I do plan on coming back once. Well, I mean, I, I hope you plan on coming back from Japan by being coming back to the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. So plan on uh, coming back to the podcast at the end of April. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll have um that we we should if things work out have um an episode there. We're probably just going when we come back. We'll probably just cover the tsunami stuff we skipped over, and then we'll we'll mm-hmm. see about adding some non tsunami stuff. You know, finishing Blue Lock. There's some series we're considering checking out, but we'll see how it all works out. That's everything there, and um, yeah, I don't have too much else. I think to really um say about uh things um yeah is there anything else no that's that's basically it i hope but knowing me i'll probably just immediately remember something important i wanted to uh say <clears throat> and all right so we're going to be going on a uh, bit of a hiatus then obligatory mention we don't plan it to be as long of a hiatus as you know things like hunter hunter can go on <laughs> I stole your joke, sorry. (laughs) But for uh, now, we will um, see you uh, next time, but that next time will definitely not be next week. Bye!